0: What is social media doing to our concept of privacy? You see, we are a generation of passwords. As young men, we have completely bought into the notion that though we have thousands of apparent friends and followers via various social media platforms, that the personal information we place upon these platforms is safe because no one knows our passwords. Yet Sandra Petronio's communication privacy management theory demonstrates that the true threat is not the platform but ourselves and our apparent friends and followers. As we wade through the ocean of social media, in reality, we grope in the dark regarding our privacy, with no thought of it truly until a crisis emerges or some sort of violation reveals that others are not operating on the same privacy rules as we are. Child and Petronio in 2011 noted in their research that women were more cautious than men in their privacy management, whom they allowed to link to their blog, and used more coded language in their blogs. Thus, the goal of this podcast is to help us as young men learn how to properly evaluate our privacy practices in social media and engage in proper boundary coordination to avoid the pitfalls that the platform blinds us to. You see, as young men, we are voraciously engaged in social media and frequently disclosing details that we might be more hesitant to in real life. We use these platforms to share pictures of our kids, send our addresses, show what we're doing while we're alone, give banking information and passwords, our traveling escapades, and a lot more. Often we're so caught up in the benefits of social media and feeling free to let down our hair, so to speak, that we're not conscious of the risks until violations have occurred. While we are a demographic that cherishes authenticity, we also consider our privacy sacred. And take great pains to protect it and manage it. However, our privacy management practices have been primarily focused upon the platform itself and security settings it allows us to utilize. Yet, there is a Trojan horse in all the friend requests we accept and followers we recruit. How can we be sure that these acquaintances we met at a concert, a wedding, or birthday party will use our private information in a way that we feel comfortable? With all the crimes committed based upon data gathered from social networking sites, we may camouflage ourselves from the distant acquaintances, but what if the conflicts in real life spill over into our virtual lives? For example, you may be upset with a colleague with whom you share no social media connection and post those negative feelings about this colleague online. However, you eventually realize that one of your friends who is connected to that person shares your comment in a way that makes it accessible to the wrong audience. These concerns may seem trivial, but they are very real, and so are their consequences. Social networking sites are changing our concept of privacy. In a desire for connection, we voluntarily disclose our habits, thoughts, photos, traveling, and shopping to these sites, which offer us an attractive platform in exchange. In turn, they offer this data as a way to attract vendors to the same platform and specifically target us based upon a disclosure from our use of the platform itself. In other words, the very private information that we typically are more selective with in terms of inviting others to co-own this knowledge, we are giving away without any concept of privacy control and rules to regulate it. For example, Hess and Rauscher in 2013 discovered in their research on privacy tendencies that platforms like Instagram or Facebook that offer like or share buttons alongside comments reward disclosure and then provide a social pressure similar to what a celebrity might experience from a crowd or fans, to habitualize disclosure altogether until the devastation of turbulence occurs. Communication privacy management is really contrary to popular wisdom in psychology in that we typically disclose to those who disclose to us in the spirit of reciprocity. However, according to the research of Bello, Brandow, Brown, and Ragsdale in 2014, The traits of such a person that shares freely and deeply makes this person more likely to feel as if the boundaries are permeable with this information, and hence to violate those boundaries and misappropriate our private information. Thus, your best Facebook friend or most transparent blog follower should be the most restricted connection you have. The irony is uncanny. So let's guard our privacy boys.